Hey guys, so I was wondering, have you heard about Anchor? Okay, you know what? I'm just going to give you the gist of it all. Well, it is a free app for podcasts. Um, they have a lot of creation tools that allows you to record, edit your podcast right on the app through your phone or your computer. Anchor also helps you distribute your podcast for you so it could be heard on spotify apple podcast and many more and you could actually make some money off this with no minimum listenership that means you know you don't have to go tell everybody please listen to me i mean just try you know promote yourself as best as you should anyway as a content manager you should do that you know it's everything you need to make a podcast i've been using this for a couple months now even if i'm not as consistent as 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 i should be you see how much i emphasize on the ass but it's good to know you have everything in one place so download the free anchor app or go to anchor that's a-n-c-h-o-r the fm and get started bye guys Can you hear me better now? I can hear you. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's because I take off my headphones. Then you can't hear me off um, loudspeaker. I don't know what's happening. I'll check my phone later. But I was saying, like, what social media platforms can people follow you on to reach you and, like, you know, take you from there? Okay. You can reach me on Instagram at your.alibi. Your alibi. And you can reach me on Twitter at Y-O-U-R-A-L-I-B-I-I. That's your alibi. Great. So, guys, there you go. So, go stalk her Instagram and hire my friends. You know, we all need a a social media marketer. We do because everybody is going digital now. So, my little girl. (laughs) What that means is don't go and slow. So, anyway, before we... um, get all into rambling we're just gonna go straight into the topic so today we are going to be talking about upbringings like upbringings the way most of us were brought up like and brought up in a lot of traumas we acquired from the past things that we learned and we're trying to unlearn and relearn so reverting your own inner child so um i'll just let swimmy go on and share like her beautiful things in her mind but what comes to your mind when you think about that you know what's relatable you could tell so, us like a little thing so many things <laughs> so many things comes to mind let's start from the most relatable as seen on twitter and instagram <laughs> hashtag african parents <laughs> and then it goes from there to several other things i uh, made a mental note of several things that are so different in africa especially nigeria where i grew up i don't know how it is in other areas which is essentially why we're having to stop so you can also share or yeah you can share with us on social media or on here so anyways i'm going to talk about um bringing where it goes to it goes from what you eat how you look how you behave what you study to what you wear so now i'm going to start from the fact that 
we when we were growing up you as a lady as a small girl you can't wear trousers it's considered sin like you're sinning against god if you wear trousers and right now what do ladies wear skirts do they wear long skirts if they do that it's going to be out of fashion they probably picked it out to um you know make a fashion statement now because they want to cover up or and like it is essential it's like a rule and it is not even just a rule it is something that you'll be reprimanded for outside if you as a small kid they will talk to your mom and say well, why she dressed that way you know like how will you how will you wear a, a trouser a short for a kid a, a female mm-hmm. child and those things have changed and one let me talk about the essence of us discussing our bringing real quick and is the aspect of us learning to unlearn and relearn like giving that room to unlearn and relearn a lot of times we talk about people and we say uh, something this is wrong about them or this is what they do a lot and we realize it all stems from upbringing a lot of times or maybe most times since i have no statistics about that but but we need to um, know that most of the things that make us are from the things that we grew up with and that's why we're discussing some of the things that actually are different about us now while I was growing up you as a lady if you're if from 20 years or 22 21 years you are set so far you're done with your university education you should get married and right now women are like hashtag boss you know boss lady uh goals career goals are taking over and also at the same time that's the thing god (laughs) went I'm sorry. Right? Hashtag God way. <laughs> right? So, it also goes into, it also goes into consent. Like, um, relationship um, with uh, other, like, with uh, opposite sex. While, way back in school then, like, I remember vividly this particular day. I was walking back from school. And I, I, I just, like, my house is a bit far from school, but sometimes I would like to walk off the distance, you know, it, it relaxes your mind. It was evening anyway, so there was no sun, nothing. I enjoy walking, so I decided to walk. Except I ran into this guy who kept on talking to me. He walked with me for about 20 minutes. I never, I didn't say a word. I pretended like I was deaf. But he kept walking with me. And I got to the junction that led to my house, and I was like, you know what? I've had it. You have to leave, like... Why will you walk with me for 20 minutes? I didn't say a word. You've been talking. He's like, you should leave me alone, right? He didn't leave. So I, I figured, like, no, I won't let you know my house. Like, you have to stay away. There is no way you're going to come with me. You wouldn't agree. So I had to make a sin. And because I did that, guess what happened the next day? Some people showed up at my door. And it was like a host of guys. And they were going to come teach me a lesson. Except I was lucky and I knew one of the guys over there. And he was the one who spoke on my behalf and saved me from whatever they had planned. So the point is, way back, some guys, because of upbringing, ladies are taught, like, um, at night time, a female child will have a curfew to be home at a particular time. But a guy has, like, more grace of uh, period of time to spend outside before he comes back. They don't worry that much. They feel like guys can take care of themselves. They feel like ladies have to be 
um, they have to be controlled. And then there's also this part where um, females are constantly told about how they're going to their husband's house, how they're going to get married to someone. And maybe men are not told that they, how they're going to take care of someone or be married to someone too. Maybe that's why men don't even like to do dishes. Maybe that's why there aren't that much chef or guys way back, at least not in my area. You understand? You you see wives complaining about how their husbands will hit and they will not commit. They don't, they don't commit to or like um, home chores because they don't think they need to do it. And I think all those things stems stems from upbringing. When we talk about this entire hashtag um, um, patriarchy right now and all of those things that we're trying to say, a lot of them were things that men grew up into. Men grew up into confidence to do things. And female were brought up in to be fragile, to depend. And a lot of these things stem from this upbringing that we've had. And I, I'm just wondering, like, who would have thought that by now females can, can decide? I mean, we've had episodes of female asking guys how it's like, would you, would you even have the mind that confidence way back? I don't think so. At least not where I'm from. <laughs> like it's not happening. I, I get reprimanded because I go to school and I wear trousers. They, you know, um, the deeper life members will come talk to you. The Jehovah Witnesses, they, they want you to repent. Like the moment you switch that trousers, as far as they're concerned, you're a child of God. It's so very weird and bizarre. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yes. So it is. It is one thing that you still get to see some of these people today. As much as they're civilized, there is a, a hint of what they are so used to because it's very hard to break mm-hmm. a habit. Uh, to break a habit, sorry. And so, a lot of these things are still in them. That is why I think so much of this upbringing for men. We're not let men be able to speak up and say this is um, what is wrong because a lot of guys who their parents never cared when they come home or who their parents gave leverage to stay back out late because they're boys will run into troubles and they don't speak to their parents about it and they grow up and ma- marry a wife who wants to be spoken mm-hmm. to but they never discuss their troubles sure. with their wives because do, do you want to start at all of a sudden it's not possible it's like it's numb it's inbuilt it's like even when he wants to do it it, it maybe needs to see a shrink or therapist to help him through that to see to do it do you understand and how many how many men i at least i don't know i'm speaking from my opinion i, I don't know much men who are the one who say hey babe let's go see a therapist or you as a girlfriend, can you just tell your guy and say, let's go see a therapist? It's not happening. Even if, when you think he needs one, you, you can't even you can't even have him change as something about him without being all sweet, all kind, all thinking about it, drafting plan about it. So most of these things are from what they have been so used to, which our parents or society have, have us grown into. A lot of female child were they were raped, they were manipulated. They they had limited knowledge and um, and uh, success actually because of the way and the society that they've grown up in. So there are so many limitations that some of these things have caused. At the same time, it also helped us to have a reason to live right now. Honestly, I mean 
if we are had all of that maybe we'll be yearning to switch the world from digital to something mm-hmm. else but then to go back to what we we're saying um we're just talking about this in essence to make sure that everyone does not we a lot of us should not um dwell on the limitations that were upbringing us brought us we should look to the things that we can do how to relearn to make us better don't be don't be dogmatic don't be dogmatic you, you can't be civilized in education and not civilizing in social relations in sexuality in relationship you, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be uh, double standard I, I think that that would be double standard isn't it if you're if you're like um if you're civilizing one aspect of yourself and you don't want to change the other aspect of yourself simply because you've been used to things being that way i think some of the upbringing elements in us does not even welcome change that much but uh, i would i would say for me um we can see a little bit of that in our in our um, older generation the way they're non-receptive of digital they're non-receptive of technology you see the way you dress as you being a witch you'll be wayward and unruly basically they judge book by the cover and right now we realize that maybe the cover of the book doesn't it doesn't hold the story it is what is within right? mm-hmm. definitely yeah. yeah i mean so i have to agree with everything you said so far and one thing i'll say that stood out to me the most is you saying like with the therapy thing I feel like most people cuz okay when we go through life as teens that's when we're trying to like okay we get excited as like cookie oh my god I could do this thing oh my god I'm going breast oh my god my penis is coming out <laughs> whatever everything is kind of exciting and that's when you make a lot of mistakes and all that I feel like our early 20s are dedicated to like enjoying life and actually trying to breathe and experience freedom because that's when like um Bumi said that's growing up especially if you were like kind of like controlled a lot then when you're like 21 oh my god that's when you want to party like every day of your life when you get tired yes. you will get tired at some point some people don't they they don't get tired to like their 30s they don't get tired to your 40s you have to know when to stop saying things and i would say we all have some kind of trauma we all do if you if you've lived life and experienced nothing i'm not going to say that i don't respect people like that it's just like you don't have a story to tell you don't you, you just went through life smoothly you didn't even hit one stumbling block to kind of even get to know yourself because those stumbling blocks are actually what allows you to learn yourself you know how the things that you can and the things that you can't what you can do your limitations and the things that that's when you should actually get to know yourself I understand when things yeah. first happen it throws you off balance especially because when life is going smoothly that's when that thing happen and it throws you off balance I understand that we get overwhelmed and everything but I feel like along the process we should surrender to the process and also like learn what that experience is trying to teach us about ourselves so I feel like a lot of people it's either they didn't hit stumbling blocks before like they got married <laughs> or they didn't have an experience that made them like learn themselves 
because I feel like with the therapy thing, you should actually mm-hmm. like go, especially before you get married, you should actually go to counseling and all those things to see how you communicate. See, like Rumi said, you might marry someone that loves to communicate and all your life, maybe like your family that you had to grow up you know, with, you had to like, every time you try to express yourself, they shut you out. So you like, you don't, you don't know how to express yourself in your adult relationships. That's when people are dismissive and all that. And me being relatable to it, I do relate with it. It took me, I didn't risk it. It took me now or this year to actually realize that I'm very dismissive of things. I don't like drama. I run away from it. And when I even run away, I break my own heart the more because when I'm even isolated and I start to overanalyze and I start to try to think about how bad you make me feel, I can't express myself. You know, you don't care. Nobody cares about all that anymore. So it's just like, I feel like the more you get to know, you don't, even, even if you don't feel comfortable going to see a professional therapist, at the end of the day, we are our own therapy. You might go to therapy, it's not going to work except you say to yourself that it's going to work. So you could actually do that work yourself too and see like, okay, I notice that I don't communicate. And when you see that, when you try to communicate and you see that people are shutting you out, they're not hearing you out, just, I want you to accept that those people are not meant to be in your life or you have to distance yourself from them. Because if you are around someone that doesn't allow you to be your very best self around them, then they are toxic for your growth. And that's not good because now marrying someone that loves to communicate alone to you as a person that was dismissed all your life is a gift. So if you don't work on that part of feeling that it's okay to talk to someone and it's like, it's crazy when all your life you've been told to shut up and there's someone that comes into your life and you're like no speak it's okay speak i know it's we kind of tend to now look at good as bad like hey you're not normal you're too good to be true eh because of my life people told me shut up why are you trying to listen to me no i think the first step of therapy is accepting that it's okay for people to be kind to you so i feel like yes Therapy was something that was shut down in the past. You know how like smoking, all those things were like shut out. Therapy, people see therapy before as, oh, you something was going on between your head to go and say therapist. No. Everything in life is mental. So at the end of the day, yes, we do need to talk to someone on a professional level because why we are not biased. They're gonna like I said to keep grounded. To keep you grounded, exactly. Because at the end of the day, their job and the reason why they pay is to listen to you. So if you feel like you cannot do it by yourself, but you feel like you don't have anybody in your life that's actually listening when everybody's saying shut up, take that step and actually go to therapy. I also want to do so. And I think every adult, every young adult should do that before they yes, get married because you don't want to take traumas into your marriage our our parents didn't have that privilege because like we said back then they frowned on a lot of things so a lot of them didn't go to take care of their childhood traumas before they actually built a family so guess what they did the same thing that their parents did to them to their children 
So I would say our generation should start with a change. We should actually work on ourselves before we take those things into a new family that you're trying to build. If you don't do the own work, it's not going to go well. Another thing I also would encourage everybody is before they hit, like a lot of us are about to be 30. Quarter, quarter, four, three, two years, one year, a lot of us are probably in their 30s already. But it's never too late. You have to work on your spirituality because the more you do that, you actually get to see yourself. You, a lot of your flaws will come out to life. Before you get married to someone, you guys got to do your own work. Do your, your work. That's that's just what it is on that part. Um, in fact, fact, doing all of those things will help you to know each other better. Exactly. To know work on and where you guys are very okay at. Exactly. I think it's, it's it does make sense. In fact, um, not being able to not being able to say what's on your mind a lot of times and you're being tedious. It's a very it's a very crazy uh, thing that happened when it when it is uh, when it's uh, caused by upbringing mm-hmm. because from upbringing especially where I'm from you don't speak when adults are speaking and now on social media how many people do you talk to how many adults get to read what you read uh, what you post how many young kids get to read what you post you talk to several people. They're old, they're young, but they're a different type of people who come across what you're saying. But when you were younger, way back then, you can't say what's on your mind. You basically tell to shut up. Mm. And when you hear shut up for a long time, you learn to shut up. Exactly. Your, your mind, you even when you're your about mind. to talk, you easily would just tell, your brain would just be like, or you easily would make statements like, oh, don't worry about it. You're not going to understand. Yes, don't like I, you, I even you yourself, that. you start shutting your own self up without even knowing that you're doing that. And now it's yes, affecting yes. your communication. The other person's like, what are you talking about? Now you're saying, I don't understand. You're not even explaining anything. And we Aquarius, we have that problem, especially because once I'm used to like hearing, shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm just going to like, okay. Don't even worry about it. You're not going to understand. And we're just getting our head back. So I would say <laughs> one thing I learned from YC, YC is an Aquarius too. You have to learn to speak your truth. No matter yes. who's hearing, no matter who's not trying to listen to you, speak your truth. Say, say whatever is on your chest and leave it as that. Someone really is going to listen to you one day. And it's just going to give you some kind of relief because... When you're not expressing yourself, you're not saying how things are, it clogs up in your chest. For instance, I was having a conversation with my dad today. And out Mm. of, not anger, but in the moment, I said something that he never knew. (laughs) And when I said that to him, he has not responded to me today, today because I guess he had that moment where he's like, whoa, I thought I was there. So you got to speak on a lot of your childhood traumas and stuff. Like speak on it. If nobody around you will listen, that's why I said the therapy works. You got to express everything and everything. Oh, I was raped when I was younger. Your parents know that? They didn't know that. And you're still dealing with that, you know, as an adult. But now that you've told someone alone, you telling someone takes... I don't know how to explain it takes that thing away kind of that's a step 
then also like knowing that someone is listening that's another step knowing that someone understands and they can help you make you feel better because most times like i said everything is mental if you have someone listening to you and they make you feel like you're worth it or oh, don't mind that person or you were most molested by you know as a, as a child while wow, you're beautiful you're just you're that that person is a monster or that. that makes you feel better but if you've never told anybody about it and nobody has said those things to you now you dig in that hole inside of you where you're like um you're worthless you're this you're not that yeah, and those things are not true that person was just a monster mommy is your phone it's my phone <laughs> yeah maybe so yeah sorry guys <laughs> and i don't i don't it's okay yeah, i don't edit my podcast so anyway um that's my mom that's my mama there <laughs> so yeah um but once you say it you know because at the end of the day you probably got molested or raped when you're like two three four five six eight you can't it's not easy to even go tell someone that because most times people that molest you are like family members or stuff how do you go tell someone that okay that like, your mom your, your brother <laughs> how do you say stuff like that but you gotta talk about it before don't don't I'm like whatever it is don't hold things in speak your truth I feel, I feel like growing up especially Nigerians we're put in a position where it's like we feel like we're not heard so a lot of us keep things everything inside and mm-hmm. when you not express yourself they make you feel like you shouldn't you know and it shouldn't be that way so make sure you speak your truth and one thing else i would say to people that i think i need to also start doing remember when we were younger we did diaries all of us had a diary maybe not everybody but I had a diary and i realized that writing in my diary kind of like helped me a lot and i stopped doing that obviously since i after high school so one thing i'll say is like keeping a diary either writing a journal yeah a writing or video journal like I feel like people should actually maybe video if video is better where you could just speak your mind say the things how your day went and how you feel like tomorrow will be better that's good we need to start picking some things from our past that are good those were good so the, the, the bad ones huh yes yeah at the end of the day yeah at the end of the day from year one like you know one year oh. or to wherever you are right now you learn some things that are good so you pick those good ones the ones that you feel like made you toxic for yourself and people around you you eliminate you're a grown-ass adult now you could decide what you want to keep any ones that you don't want to keep so now guess what the ones that you're not keeping you not have to try to rebirth like the first time i heard this was from my mom and she said rebirth yourself i didn't really understand what she meant at that time until i listened to a girl on youtube that said she's an aquarius too funny enough so she was like you have to rebirth your inner child so now those those toxic parts that you don't like you have to maybe like when you were growing up you weren't giving a lot enough love 
now you have to start giving yourself that because I think mean, the kind of love that we crave from someone else is actually yeah. the kind of love that we love people how we love ourselves so if you cannot love yourself enough you're not going to give someone the best love that you can give yourself do you get what I'm saying so it's like we crave people that we're not giving enough love. love we crave love from someone else on how they should love us have an image in your head of how someone should love you that image that you have of yourself uh mommy we didn't get to do all that but you could give me the card oh okay no problem so like um bye um so anyway so what I'm trying to say is like the image you have of yourself is um, in, in your head and how the person should love you is actually the image of how you want to love yourself. I don't know if it makes any sense. So like the love that you weren't given growing up as a child, now as an adult in your 26, 27, 28, you have to start giving yourself that love. If you weren't given enough attention, you have to start giving yourself those attention, like the right attention, like the things that you feel like should be right. That's what I feel like reverting your inner child. That's what it means. So you can't we can't sit here all our lives comparing ourselves to children that came from like you know, we love it. Yeah. Okay. So oh it's okay. No, it's okay. I hung up. So yeah, that's that was that's I'll say those are my like little two piece or two cents to like what you said that I picked on and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I just I just wanted to have that to people who have like lasting um lasting effect from their upbringing maybe more negative than positive mm-hmm. and they feel maybe angry mm-hmm. pressured. Maybe I would say it's best if you just uh, take it easy, keep calm. Do not uh pre- <laughs> Hello. If you want to hear about my story, you can just follow. Yeah. yeah. Funny know. thing is, like, talk about pressure. <laughs> okay, so um, you guys know I like to talk a little bit about myself. So last year, I was in a place where I felt like life was going so sweet, and I'm the first child. I'm the first child. I was the only child for like eight years. Um, I didn't get my uh, my lead, my second born like to like obviously I was like eight. So like I was the only child for eight years. So during those eight years, obviously, I my parents tried to be there as much as they could. I'm not going to lie. I'm not in front, but they worked. They were career people. So most times I had to like stay with my uncle. That story is for something else another day. But yeah, I did go through my own traumas those years too. So um, being that I'm the first child, being that there's that age difference between me and my siblings um so something drastic happened when drastic yeah there's a lot of responsibilities and when i said i was in that part where everything i felt like everything was going smoothly i had big dreams for my family and myself until you know life i don't know i felt like god probably felt like i wasn't having time for him as much as i should have so he took that away from me to get my attention and sometimes god does that it, it, it would take it would give you what it would give you a taste 
of what beautiful he can give you. But once you move away from him, our God is an observer. That's it. He's going to take away that thing from you to observe you if you're actually going to come closer to him back so he can bless you over and over. So that's what I'm saying now. I learned that within that sweet time when things are going rosy in our lives we should not stop doing the things that we do when things are not going rosy in our lives because in as much as you want to pretend or whatever is just the truth because when you're close to God at good times when bad happens I saw something that said you're not going to be overwhelmed you're going to have wisdom and you know how to go about it because now you're doing the same things that you you know you're going to be fasting praying doing all that thing so guess what it's not saying that they're not going to be trials and tribulations. It says it, it's in the Bible. But it's, it promises that that gap is going to be shorter the closer you get to him. So guess what? Yeah. Once it's getting shorter from four months, three months, two months, one month, the next time it happens, it happens in a week. You, you got it figured out because you know what to do, the things you're supposed to do. Like, that's it. So, but... Mm-hmm. I feel like when that happened and all, yeah, it helped me work on my spirituality. Thankfully, I started being really, really pressured, like from my parents. And I know they like mean well, especially my dad. My dad's a Leo, my mom's a Taurus. So you already know that <laughs> I'm built and structured. Like, my, like, <clears throat> that's, yeah, that's how I grew up. Like, that, like, you can do it. You can, like, yeah. So that's like, I'm stern and I'm very structured and I, like, I became aggressive like as a person just because that's how my my I was brought up I was brought up not to like second position so my dad would literally like to make you feel like that person that took that golf course they have thin heads like that kind of thing my daddy is kind of person that you'd be like daddy I got A minus like okay good job but get A plus next time like you know that kind of thing like he, he knows what you could do so he pushes you it pushes too hard sometimes yeah. I guess so, is she still home? My dad was a I will get ready. I'm recording. You guys are interrupting. See, it's so annoying. Can I please? I'll 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 get ready at four minutes. Whatever. But anyway, um, so with that being said, you started pressuring me a whole lot. Like, okay, about like getting a better job. In the wrong long run, I would. I'm trying to leave New York because I realized that. This is something too we should do. We should pay attention to ourselves and our surroundings. When you realize that, you know, our body is just a vessel of our soul. So sometimes don't be scared. And I, I think I want to scare people a little. The same soul in you that you had, maybe when you were growing up, is not probably the same soul you have when you're in your 20s. Different, do you probably know if like souls jump in and out of our bodies? Why do you think sometimes you wake up and you're a different person? You might be looking at the mirror, you're seeing your physical body, but the spirit inside of you might be different every day. So what I'm trying to say is like, what was I even trying to say? <laughs> like, the, yeah, the body, what, what was the last thing I said? See, my sister kind of like just freaking ruined my, my train of thought. Always the last thing I say, sorry for me. <laughs> yeah, that's what so it is. So, but anyway, let me just capture, I guess. So, uh huh. What I'm trying to say is like sometimes you just notice that your spirits has outgrown 
an area like maybe a place that you've been living since we're like maybe 15 and now you realize that when you're like 25 26 or 27 judge you just notice that <laughs> ah this place is not making me happy anymore pay attention to yourself that's one too if you realize that let's say you're putting in job applications you live in lagos and you're putting in like mad job applications and you're not getting anything pay attention god is trying to tell you to go somewhere else so now you need to start praying for vision and it will show you we just ignore things a lot so now you now have to start building and working on getting there so um that's one we should pay attention to ourselves if you feel like you know god is trying to tell you to go somewhere else listen and go nobody said that because lagos is all you've known your life or new york is all you've known all your life that you have to stay there and die there you could go somewhere else try something new like one thing i learned about myself is like the truth is i love learning new stuff new stuff are exciting to me so i why would i stop myself from moving if i have to move that's the question so we we get stuck in fear oh my god all i've known is lagos for 10 20 years of my life i'm about to go and start somewhere else that i've never been to before what if it doesn't work out what ifs we get stuck in what is and we don't actually do what we're supposed to do i'm talking to myself too trust me guys because my life is not perfect like as i want it to be i'm grateful for the places god has taken me to i'm so excited to see where he's going to take me to but you have to also be willing to go so that's something else and i would say the older we get you got to put yourself in the right places and talk to the right people stop wasting your um dreams and the, the ideas you have on the wrong people that you know at the end of the day when you think about it when you're about to tell someone something say to yourself is this just going to look like a gist to this person or is this person going to give me a feedback at the end of this conversation that i know that i would take away and it was worth it they used to say or if i'm sure we've all heard this if you know four million years you're going to be the fifth ones uh, fifth one if you're associating yourself with four stupid people that you know that at the end of the day you are the only one with like the ideas and stuff you're gonna be the fifth poor person because they're not they're not they, they're not giving you any feedback that will help you're going you. to be the poorest exactly like, so poor. you have to start the older we get we have to start detaching ourselves from people that you know that conversations are not leading anywhere like you get okay with my runway stuff I have to like get a little deeper and I have to go get ready and stuff. But I started here at 2016. I used to model like 2008. So until something drastic happened in my family and I stopped for a while, I had to focus on school. I stopped dancing. Anybody that knew me from Nigeria knew I, I used to dance crazy. I, I was modeling and I was in a choir. So I stopped all those things that I loved doing that brought me joy because I had to focus. So 2016 came. I went back to coaching because I needed some money. And I was like, oh, what can I do that I know I I love to do that I will make me money fast? And that was the one thing I could think of. So I started doing it. So when I did it, I got like two jobs back to back, like (laughs) no lie. So then and 2016 was the same year, like I graduated um, uni and my dad was like, you know how he was like, oh, what do you have planned? What are you doing next? So I told him, long story short, 
you know I was supposed to come to Nigeria and push out my business out there but it didn't work out like I wanted it to it's fine that's a story for another day I ended up doing just NYSE so now I came back on some shit like oh my god I lost a year after uni when I should have been working you know I should have got my degree I should be trying to like work and my life would have probably been in a better like I feel like I lost a year a year so now I'm making I'm trying to catch up with a year and I have to let that go but I feel like okay yeah I lost that you know with school like working and stuff and my business kind of went I pushed it back here so when I came back I was focused on getting a job my business was not even on my mind because I know how if you don't have money how will you do business that was my mentality so I was able to get that good job that I was working which was good Monday through Friday but then my weekends I wasn't using it as I should have in my head I was looking at it as oh my god you know I missed a year in New York all the parties all this all this that so it didn't even help me I met a friend that was just 21 at that time um, last year so you already know she wants to party every weekend so I was doing that because I had the money and the fact that I felt like I was out the loop for a while let me you know let me network meet people let me what, what when you think about it I'm just wasting money when I could have used those money to like probably get a room teach classes then I wasn't going to church because guess what we'll go to party Friday night <laughs> we'll go Saturday Sunday there's a day party so I wasn't even like so guess what Saturday into Sunday I didn't get to sleep to go to church then I'll go to a party and I'll go home get ready for work so why won't God take away that from me and I wasn't even giving him time so that's something so now I met a friend during that process where she was always pushing me when I was, she was actually there in my ears pushing me when I was working that job like Dami why you keep saying I, and I kept telling her um I don't have capital I can't do it I can't do it. she's like but Dami you're working what do you mean you don't have capital like you know and I, I couldn't tell her because I'm passing and all that stuff so she just told me this is weird and she's a Capricorn that's why to tomorrow I respect talking to Capricorns they are very 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 smart people they're the smartest forgetting Leo's Leo's just think they are kings and that's it but Capricorns are the wisest of all like signs if you have a Capricorn in your corner you're lucky so like she was telling me like damn you see look at me why do you think I go to places and I come back with money it's not because I go out with intention that I want money I put myself in the midst of people that I know that influential to not just my life to their own lives and everybody around them and what do I do I just talk I just have conversations and I just talk before you know it I'm saying something that I'm doing and there's someone there that's willing to network me with either a job or give me money to sponsor me and I was just like I don't know where am I going to start that from you know I just kept saying what is what is I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know so I didn't do it until one day I went to my friend's boyfriend's house I was just lucky enough to see a friend that was a designer and he also started his designing thing 2016 we were both models so as I was starting coaching he was starting designing so when he saw me he was like ah dummy god where have you been he was like where did you go to Nigeria do you know how many gigs you made 
do you know how people were trying to look for you like, and i heard that a lot like people were calling my phone they were trying to book me all that and i was like well this is why i went so but it happened so it was not like what are you doing i used to coaching and i was like yeah but i've not done it like this whole year which was last year i've not done it this whole year so it was like ah, damn it why are you darling i said because the models that i knew they don't model anymore because one of the models that i coached at that time died so a lot of them stopped doing like modeling so it wasn't like damn it forget it was like there's this school right now that's about to do a fashion show i'll put you on and that's it entering january that's how i got my first gig so imagine if i didn't go to that place that day imagine if i didn't even feel comfortable enough to have a conversation with him and that was exactly what my friend Fora said. She said you just have to have a meaningful conversation with someone that you know will give back to you. Imagine if I was exactly telling you just reminds me of my friend. Uh-huh. So imagine if I was talking to someone that I'm not saying that like an engineer might not help me. But imagine you're talking to someone that your frequencies are not aligned. They're not going to have a lot of feedback to give you. They might just be like, "No, okay." I might see if a friend of mine is interested or something, but he's a designer. I'm a coach. So our frequencies align. I don't know if everybody gets what I'm trying to say now with like talking to the right people. Our frequencies align. So he's able to give me a feedback that I'll need. He literally helped me open the door into this year. And I will tell you that I have done gigs back and back, back and back this year. So that's all you want to that's that's one thing i'll say you got to be selfish with your time the resources and you have to be selfish with who you give your very best to we need to start networking 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 the kind of friends i call the friendships you gain leading to your 30s networks don't look at it as you networking is not you using someone if you're actually genuine okay now gumi for instance guys at the end of the day, I'm doing. I'm currently studying digital marketing, and she's a social media marketer. So now you already know that I'm not the, the friendship here. I feel is going to be genuine, but at the end of the day, it's a friendship where I feel like we would help each other because now I could talk to her about some things that I don't probably understand when it comes to marketing, and she could do the same thing. She could learn some digital parts from me. I could learn social media part from her. Like so, that's how I want everybody to start looking. At making new friends you have to look into friendships that you build your build your empire now that's that's True. all i would say and True. when you're around good people people that are talking about things that you want to talk about boy girl you would be happy you will start glowing leave all those toxic people all those people that don't relate with what you're saying they're not on the same frequency as you leave them they only they only stagnant your growth don't let anybody stagnant your growth so that's the only things i would say when it comes to like relearning your past and rebuilding yourself just do what you gotta do yesterday i had to tell my dad that he says stop pressuring me because at the end of the day you're pressuring me you're not going to help me with any of these things i'm the one i have to pay for my masters not my dad so guess what your definition of me 
doesn't define me. It's however you see yourself that should be the priority, not how anybody sees you. Don't let anybody pressure you, family or not. Move at your own pace and move into the right places. I told him, see, listen, I need you to stop worrying about me negatively. Maybe positive can even come my way. Because at the end of the day, our parents is our God on earth. So now if they thinking, if they thinking negative towards you, hey, this girl is not making it. Hey, this girl doesn't do do you think that you would actually make it? So maybe sometimes we need to talk to our parents. If you're feeling like you're pressured, talk to them like see, Daddy, if you have to erase me from your mind for now, do that. So that as I'm praying and I'm putting my sweat into my hard work, I will rip it, you know, I'll rip off my good shit. Because I, you can't be praying for a child and yet thinking negative of that child. The child won't grow. Sure. So, and I realized when I had that good job, I actually wasn't talking to my dad before I got the job. So he didn't even know anything about it. So I did my own work. I did everything I had to do. I put in the right prayers and everything and God gave it to me. So I'm not saying that it meant well, um, bad for me, but people thinking negative of you sometimes can fuck up your success. So you have to start moving into positive circles, yeah. not negative circles. Not t- Stop telling friends that you know that at the end of the day, when you tell them shit, because they don't relate, they're envious of you and how much potentials you have. And they don't even, you know, it's not aligning. They will think in their head like, mm, let's see. Mm, okay. Do you, <laughs> so, but if you're thinking something, you're saying something to someone that like saying my designer friends, he's worried about designing clothes. He's worried about the next clothes he's about to make money off. He's not about to worry about, oh, she's about to get clients, coaches. At the end of the day, he wants me to coach models so that you can even get models that can walk in his shit. That's positivity. So, that's just all my intakes or input on that. Um, I don't know if Bumi has something else to say for the next four minutes. Um, because I have to take my sister out soon. <laughs> But this okay, has guys. been fun. <laughs> Alright, that's like very extensive and I'm pretty sure everyone learned one thing or the other and you yes. can relate with a lot more. Yes. Um, for me, I would say don't be limited. Like you said, choose the right circle. Uh, be good to yourself and at the same time be disciplined. Yes. You, you know yourself better. Figure it out. When you know yourself and you make a plan for yourself, everything is yeah. Exactly. Everything, everything. Yes, definitely. And one yeah. more thing, whatever, um, as being African, because I know that it's probably like an Akata, sorry, or like an American <laughs> listening to this conversation, but like Africans, um, whatever your parents call a bad habit, okay, it is a bad habit because when they're growing up, they have to frown on a lot of things. So now you have to, like Bumi said, you have to, I'm not the one to come and be like, oh, stop drinking, oh, stop smoking. But you yourself, for your own self, you have to limit, you have to discipline yourself. Like, no I'm not saying want. that, okay, stop it entirely, please your parents and all that, but like, l- limit the things that you know that you have your bad habits, discipline yourself. They said it takes seven days to become addicted to something. I also believe it takes seven days to caution yourself and discipline yourself on how to reduce that. You can't stop a bad habit in a day. You have to slowly, if you drink like 13 bottles in a day, so that means now slow it down to probably one in the morning, 
one at night. Shake it. Before you know it, now you're going to be so busy that when you even get home, you just want to sleep. That's how you reduce it. So I just had to put that out there too. Like, because a lot of us are like, I'm hearing a lot of stories that, you know, parents pressuring children, oh, smoking, you drinking, like, I get it. But just do what you have to do. Know what you want. Don't be your own enemy. Don't limit yourself to your own success. You have to prove to people that you can do it. Smoking, drunkard, whatever you are, you can do it. So, that's it. You can do it. Can do it. We can all do it. We are going to all make it. I'm so, so, so proud of all of us. We're going to make it. Like, and everybody in Nigeria, cut off this mentality that you guys think that being in Nigeria, you can't be a successful business owner. You can do whatever you want to. Even if I'm living in Elfire, I will make it cool for myself. That's just what it is. I'm sorry. I don't believe in what is. The only thing that stopped me is myself. But once I get up, be small, baby. So that's how everybody has to be too. So yeah. Right, it's been fun it's for my me. It's pleasure to share, this, fun. Uh, to share this space with you, Lala, and <laughs> everyone. It's been yeah, amazing. It's been I amazing. appreciate it. Me too. And I'm, I'm so glad. It, it actually feels good. It feels good. Yes, I, I had a dream of working on radio, so maybe this is my Yes, um, Bumi, I actually was going to tell you, uh, we'll talk a little on the side, <laughs> but I'm um, looking right, to right, right. Sure, looking sure. to radio and talk shows. We'll talk more about it, but yes, we have to do that. Look at Ellen and Oprah now. Yeah, ding, my ding, dear. Ding, ding, ding. So, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm kickstarting with my own channel. I just dropped my uh, introduction. Yeah. Uh, it's really short and it doesn't say too much about me. But trust me, something else will come up and I'll Exactly. Sorry, my so, guys. Thank you so much. All right. Have a beautiful day, everyone. At night, wherever you are. And be happy and be good. Stay All positive. Right. Bye, Bye, baby. Bye. Mwah. Later. Mwah. To everyone. <laughs> Take care.